produced by Podcast Architects. Hi, Shannon Borman here with Straight Talk and Honest Advice, our podcast about a person's journey and making the decision to file for divorce, the process of divorce, and then how the person acclimates to single life afterwards. Thank you for joining us today. We're hosted today by the Stella Hotel. So thank you, Stella, for hosting us. And I'm here with my friend, Joe. Joe, thank you so much for joining us today. Nice to meet you, Dan. Appreciate you having me here. So I, I wanted to talk to you. You're, you're divorced. Yes. I wanted to visit with you today about some of the fears or concerns you had when you were contemplating making the decision to divorce. Can you share with our viewers what some of those fears and concerns were? Well, some of the fears, you know, growing, you know, being married and then as you go through the, the marriage part, you know, you never think about divorce, you know going to be forever you know uh -huh. but then in my situation you know it's like anybody else's you know you always think about that fear what's going to happen there at the end you know but my fears was just because uh, in our family being a close-knit family there was never nobody ever divorced and being mean divorced and being raised as a catholic made it very difficult you know uh -huh. the fear of being out you know the outcast of the of the family you know uh -huh. and then also as you go through the church you know as well the catholic church you kind of feel like you're kind of you know just uh the oddball out you know mm -hmm. but uh, that was the most of the most of the fear that i had you know just being the uh the one that uh first one in our family that's ever been divorced and also uh, just divorced but also my aunts and uncles no there's never been anybody you know but that was the the greatest fear so after you made the decision to divorce did you find that you were ostracized or you were looked down on yes it seemed like i was looked down and it's it, it you carry that with you everywhere you go mm -hmm. you know so mm -hmm. you always feel like you're always looked down upon you know the a failure mm -hmm. as you say you know for not uh, you know completing the process of being you know married and trying to work it out or whatever you know but uh, you senior you are looked down upon so how did you come to grips with that perception that you were being looked down on very difficult uh like i said uh one thing that you, the way I dealt with it was, I wish I would have had someone that I could talk to, and I never had anybody close enough to, you know, to express my feelings and share with them, which I did have close friends, whatever, but I was always kind of just hesitant because I didn't want to, I figured they, I tell them, they go tell, you know, other people. And, they tell somebody, then they tell yes, somebody, mm -hmm. and then I'll. So, so, and, you know, and so I kept it to myself until the, Recently, well, not recently, but uh, through our church, you know, there was a support group that was there and just happened to look into it. And that was the uh, the greatest thing that's ever happened, you know. So in that divorce support group, what what was it about that group that gave you comfort or or helped you heal? Uh, on that support group, you know, it's a it's a support group that helps, uh, you know, if you're going through separation or thinking about divorce or divorce, you know, or and it just. Everybody that's in that group, you know, is already about to go through it or already done been divorced. And you can go there and express and open up to people who's already been through that process. And that makes it a whole lot easier, you know, to come to then holding it inside than to express it to other people there. What is it about what is it about expressing it that's helpful? Oh, there's you know, just that you know, what you go through pre divorce, you know, and then the post divorce, you know, it just kinda it makes it very how do you say very 
easy mm-hmm. because, you know, the myself keeping it inside and not talking to anyone about it mm-hmm. just makes it more difficult, you know. And then when, like I said, again, like you had somebody in that group who's already been through it before, you know, and they can express your feelings and mm-hmm. just lay it all on the table and it gets that burden off your shoulders. Did you get the sense that, well, they live through it so I can live through it too? No, okay. not so much. Okay. It just the ability to talk to someone about my, you know, my problems, what I went through, you know. So just to purge it, to yes. get it out. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and carrying it with you on your shoulders all the time. Mm-hmm. So I see. So so would you give that advice to per other people who might be struggling with yes. either the, the decision to divorce or the, going through the process? Definitely. Talk to someone? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, had you had you and your wife engaged in any kind of therapy so that you could talk to someone before? Uh, during, uh, we went to a couple of sessions of therapy, mm-hmm. but, uh, I knew that going to that therapy process, our, our marriage was already over, mm-hmm. but I followed the process. She wanted to give it a try and I was open with it and we went through it. And eventually the therapist said it was best if we moved our own way, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I would definitely recommend, you know, counseling if there's a possibility, but in our case, it was already too far and beyond. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there any advice that you would today give to the man that you were during your marriage? Like, is there any retrospective advice you would give to that Joe? <laughs> yes, I probably would. What would that advice be? I would probably change, uh, you know, when, you, when you're courting and you're getting engaged, you know, I would probably give that advice to live with someone first. <laughs> oh, okay. And find out more about them. Then, you know, in the old days, you know, you just, you never... You didn't live together or have any kind of, you know, uh, intimacy or anything like that with that person, you know. So mm-hmm. I would definitely advise, you know, to move in together. Mm-hmm. I always try, always say, you know, you got to try on the pants before you buy them. Exactly. So that's kind of the idea, right? That's what I would tell myself now, you know. Been, try on the pants before you buy yeah, exactly. them. Exactly. And in that vein, you know, when when you get married, you come it comes with things that you didn't expect. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And that's perhaps people, that's perhaps um, relationship dynamics. Um, that's, I guess, a lot of different things. Did you and your wife engage in any sort of premarital counseling to try to foresee those things? We had, uh, you know, what the church offers uh, classes, you know, mm-hmm. and we went through the classes and we both, you know, it seemed like it was positive, you know. So even after the classes, you went, well, you went to classes. Right. Mm-hmm. Son of a gun. Yes. Hmm. We went to classes, and apparently, you know, the issues that we had, if we, if they would have came out then, mm-hmm. we probably wouldn't have gotten married then, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. church did offer classes, and those classes, it, it never brought up that issue up. That's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Now, many times I hear people say that they're going to stay together for the kids. They're mm-hmm. going to stick together. They're going to stay married until their kids maybe graduate from high school, something like that. Um, did that ever factor into your thought? It very much so, a lot. So in what way? Uh, you know, I knew that our my marriage was already over, and I knew there was nothing to save it. But I knew my kids were still young, and I wanted to stay until they graduated, till they got out of high school. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, I thought that was the best thing to do. But apparently, I would not recommend it, you know, because mm-hmm. you live with misery if you stay for the kids. And I would highly not recommend doing that. It's best to move on and, you know, and work it together with the kids, you know, but uh, I would not recommend Staying for so the kids. You don't think that's the best decision? No. Mm-mm. So many people make that decision. Have you found that? Are you still involved with that divorce support group? 
Yes, I am still involved with them. And have do you do you see that that theme people staying together yes. for the kids happens a lot? Yes, we have a you know that our support group that our church, local church has you know for uh, separation, divorce, or uh, and it helps a lot of people. And most of the our people that come there say the same thing: they stayed too long, in which they would have just divorced prior than staying too long for the kids. Too long for the mm-hmm. kids. Stayed too long. Which it makes you know it's very live a miserable life, you know, staying for the kids, you know. Yeah, what example are you are you te- are you giving to them? Right. Yeah. The best very you good can hope it. for is be miserable. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Did you go about um during the process um and and I don't want to get into the the ins and outs of that process. Did you find that your relationship with your spouse was easier after you divorced or or harder? Harder. Very harder. Mhm. Very mm-hmm. hard up, you know, up until you know, when we filed, she filed for divorce and we, which I thought it was going to be a mutual relationship, you know, with us and our kids, you know, but uh, after the final divorce, knowing that it, it was very difficult, very mm-hmm. difficult. Mm-hmm. Do you now, knowing that it was difficult um, after you divorced, would you have made a different decision? I would have made a totally different decision. Yes. And what decision would you have made? I would have had my own attorney. Oh, you didn't have a lawyer. Yes. Okay. So in, so let's take the, even if you'd had your own lawyer and it was difficult, mm-hmm. what dis, would you have made the same decision? That is to say, even if your interaction with your ex-spouse was difficult, would you still have made the decision to divorce? Yes. Is that still the right yes, choice? Yes, the right choice, yes. No no doubt about it with the choice. What factors made you consider that it was the right choice? I mean, if, up until the third year of marriage, you know, and the struggles that we had, and issues that we had, you know, and then about the following two more years, I knew that uh, down the line, there was going to be a divorce, you know, but at the time we had no children then, but then years later, you know, we had children and that's what made me more tough. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Do you think that parents should consider staying for their kids I, versus not? No. You don't want to be miserable. Mm-hmm. You live a miserable life. Mm-hmm. I did it for a little while before, you know, it actually divorced and you find yourself just in the same household, but divided. Mm-hmm. And it's not a pleasant uh, feeling at all or s- environment. Do you, think, do you think your kids knew? To a certain extent, you know, I think they did know, but, and they were just, you know, they wouldn't say anything, you know, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they, they caught on to something was not right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you could give, um, I guess today, looking forward to to the future, mm-hmm. what do you see as like the benefits of having divorced when you did? The benefits looking forward into the future, right? Like, are you in a better position or a better place now than you were then? I don't think it depends on how you look at it, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't say that I'm in a better position or a worse position. Mm-hmm. I think I would just just a little bit better off than what I was before. A lot feeling that through being married in that bad relationship that I was in. Mm-hmm. But uh, it depends on how you look at it. Mm-hmm. I can't say that I'm actually in a better position. Are you in a better place emotionally? Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. And what to what do you attribute that emotional change? Uh, to my faith. A big, a big part of it, you know, going through that part of it, which I was already, you know, following my faith quite a bit, you know, but ever since the divorce, you know, that was the... Uh, the ironclad that held me together, you know. Mm-hmm. With that, I probably wouldn't have probably been worse for me, but that was the uh, the main thing for me. Mm-hmm. 
finding someone to talk to and and relying on your faith. Yes, definitely. That helped me quite a bit a lot. Mm-hmm. Good advice. Sage words. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Thanks <laughs> thank so you much very for much. coming in. Thank you, Jennifer, for inviting me. And thank you. Thank you for joining us here on Straight Talk and Honest Advice. We'll see you next time. Produced by Podcast Architects.